Alrighty, back out of here on the fan. People are sending me uh, re- different versions of different EDM that I need to be uh, listening to, by the way. So our Tiesto Thursday, in honor of him getting the Super Bowl nod, is going fantastic. I'm learning everything. Although this is a, this is somebody else's song. This is the part I don't understand about EDM. It's all somebody else's songs. Tiesto's doing the beat, man. He's bringing he's got, the energy. He's got the, he's, so he's responsible for the energy. So he gets all the credit. All right. Fantastic. It's wild to me. I... That's the business, I guess. The beat is sick, though. I, I, did, I like that one a lot. I would listen. I need to. Tiesto, I'm going to find that one. You, you gained a fan here today on Tiesto Thursdays on 92.3 The Fan. All right, let's get to the fan focus. All right, starting us off in the fan focus, where we take you all through the very best that I heard in listening to this radio station. Nick and Daryl going to start us off on the new search for an OC. I don't know if the Browns, right, as we have this discussion right now, I don't know that the Browns have a guy. Mm-hmm. It feels to me like they are, pardon the cliche, but I think we've covered had plenty of those in the first segment here. Um, they're <laughs> casting a wide net. Mm-hmm. And also, too, part of the interview process is you will pe- you'll speak to people that you know going in you probably aren't going to hire them. Mm-hmm. But you want to pick their brain. You want to get their thoughts on things. And they might give you something to think about that you had before that interview. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like that the Browns have a guy that they have zeroed in on and, that, and that's their guy. I kind of feel like they're just casting a wide net, speaking to a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. and then trying to figure out who's going to fit best, not just with Kevin Stefanski, but with Deshaun Watson. Well, and I think I actually want to give them credit for the idea of of casting a wide net. You know, that was something that they had kind of disseminated to reporters. We're going to cast a wide net. And and honestly, teams say that with every search. Yeah, every and team that, says it, it. They don't say, well, you know, we're only going to talk to like one guy. Yeah. They should cast a wide net. If I can be truthful about it, I'm a little surprised that they're casting as wide of a net as it seems like they're casting. I know you got to do your due diligence. And honestly, I think... I think part of the reason why they're doing it is for the same reason why Kevin Stefanski got hired with the Browns. The very first time he interviewed with the Browns, it was more of a, hey, it's nice to get to know you, and then maybe down the road. And then obviously down the road happened and he became the head coach. I think it's very valuable to get to know as many people as you can, talk to as many people as you can. I don't I don't hate that. I like that. It's a smart move by the Browns. But you can't hang on forever. You know, if, uh, if you know, when you bring in Kellen Moore tomorrow, if Kellen Moore's like, screw it, I don't even want to call the plays. I just, Stefanski, you blew my socks off here in this meeting. I want to work for you because I think you're Shanahan. I think you're McVeigh. I think you're great. And I think you'll help me long term. And I want to fix Deshaun Watson because I have so many ideas and how to fix Deshaun Watson and get him back to what he was. Then just, just hire him. Don't let him go to Philadelphia and let him get away. Hire him. Don't let him leave the building. I just don't think it's going to go down that way. I think I, I don't think Kellen Moore is going to ultimately be the the answer. I'm just using him as as a placeholder for somebody that could blow their socks off, so to speak. I just don't think they found their guy yet, and that's fine. But the jobs are drying up. All right, next up, we are going to go to the morning show. It's going to be Ken and Anthony, and the two of them, mainly Ken, are going to rank the Great Lakes. Here we go. All right, if I'm going to power rank the Great Lakes go. real quick. power rank them. You've here been there. Go. You have cred. Uh, do I have to say Erie number one because I'm from here? 
Well, Do I have to? Well, it's the shallowest, right? Okay, because well, if I say it's Lake a very Erie. very shallow radio show. I almost died on Lake Erie. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's the one I'm in the most. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'm going to say Lake Erie because I'm, you know, I'm from here and it's, it's the home lake. You got to have your home lake, number one. Number two, I like Lake Ontario. Wow. I had a great memory of that when I was eight years old, but I have to admit, I was with my aunt, my uncle, and their poodle, but, uh, Randy. Randy with an I, and they're all dead. So now I'm, I'm left with that thought. Well, obviously, the poodle still wouldn't be around Kayla. I, I mean, for the love of God. So, yeah, the, Randy the poodle, and then uh, Uncle Jack and Aunt Wanda, and they're all gone. And probably the bikes are gone, too, to be honest with you. The yeah. falls are still up there, but I, I'm going to put Lake Lake Ontario number two. Are real memories here. Number three, I've never been to, like, that western part of Michigan that everybody says is so beautiful. Beautiful. Traverse so, City. But I've been to Chicago once with you. I'm still going to put Lake Superior number three, Lake Huron number four, Lake Michigan number five. Wow. Lake Michigan has to earn it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen its grandeur. That's the way it goes. I'm so confused. Does Ken not know that Lake Michigan is the one in Chicago? Did I miss that? Did I get that wrong, Jax? Is that is that what happened there? Because he goes, he at the end, he said, Lake Michigan has to it, earn it. I've never seen its grandeur. And isn't Western West Michigan, like, isn't that Lake Michigan that's up there? Yeah, it obviously goes into parts of Michigan for sure. But everybody like, says it's beautiful, like, clear but water. He, I thought he put Superior in there and then was like, he's yeah. like, I've been to Chicago, so I... I oh, no. Does, does Ken not know what lake is on Lake... Does he not know Lake Michigan is the one in Chicago? That might just that might be reality there. I, I, maybe he got that confused. I'm I'm gonna ask Ken that. I, I I gotta figure that out. I don't know why that would bother me if he didn't know that. Mainly it would bother me because you can't rank you can't rank the Great Lakes without knowing where the Great Lakes are, can you? Can I be honest with you? I know Michigan because I lived in Chicago and I I worked on a I worked on a boat. It was a restaurant, is what it was, but it was a fine dining restaurant. And that was my summer job from age. 16 to like 23. It was a long time I worked on this boat, right? And the boat would go out on Lake Michigan and it'd be like a three hour, please don't make the three hour tour jokes, but it'd be like a three hour tour and you'd see the skyline, you'd eat your dinner and then you'd have your drinks and then you'd come back and it was awesome, right? I loved it. So I spent so much time on Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan's got to be number one for me. Lake Erie's got to be number two for obvious reasons as well. Never did anything wrong to me. I like it. I, I like Lake Erie. I've never actually taken a boat out on Lake Erie, and I feel like that's a problem. I don't have boat friends here, though. I need boat friends for that. I don't have boat friends. As far as Huron, Superior, and Ontario are concerned, and yes, I'm doing the Holmes thing, the H-O-M-E-S, to to make sure I get the names right. As far as the other three are concerned, they don't have to exist to me. I don't care about them at all. And that's just me being honest about the Great Lakes. All right, next up, Baskin and Phelps get some hate mail and then turn it into a promo for tomorrow. Here we go. I received an email, uh, one of our loyal listeners, and I appreciate it when he writes to me, and I appreciate that he listens. Outstanding. And everybody has an opinion, and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Yes. He says this, Mm -hmm. the Kelseys are boorish, immature, loudmouthed, foul-mouthed jerks. They're an embarrassment to themselves, their family, and anyone associated with them or should be. I would be very happy if I never saw or heard anything about them anymore ever. Wow. Do we have a name, first name? I'm not sharing it. 
Oh, you got an email from someone, legit email, and that's what they said. That's what it says right here. How yeah. about it? Can you give me initials or anything? No. Just, no. Not, nothing? No. What what difference does it make? Because I have uh, a special announcement for them then, too. Whoever this that's right. Thank you for the email. Because I am proud to announce. And Kelsey will be on with us tomorrow at 11. Certainly talk to Andy Baskin. Boom! All right, now power rank your favorite Kelsey's, and where does Ed fall in line? Did we all just have him at four? I think we all just we all just had him at four, did we not? Didn't know his name was Ed. Oh. Oh no. Oh. The well, cr- does Kylie now? Is Kylie in in that ranking now? You're right. Now he's five. And yeah. Jason's if, if Kylie caught, well, let's not get crazy. They're great. Let's not, They're I mean, awesome. <laughs> how are they? Okay, no, we're not, we're not. We're not ranking. We're not putting the daughters in the play here. Uh, all right, let's legit power rank them because we're in the power ranking business right now. I like this. Uh, Jason's at the top. Kylie's number two. Travis is number three. Donna lost me with a couple of the interviews she did. I thought she was fun. I liked her sitting next to the State Farm guy. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and then, uh, then Ed. Ed's number five. Is that fair? Do I, do I have it right? That's my exact same ranking. All right. We see the Kelsey's eye to eye. I like that. And, and Jax, you want to sandwich the children in there even before Ed. They're great on the podcast. <laughs> They're adorable. I'm like, big exciting announcement. It's like, we got one of the Kelsey's. It's Ed. Oh. All right. Well, at least you got a Kelsey. So listen to that tomorrow. Next up. <laughs> Nick and Daryl. As Nick is using a travel agent like it's 1975. This person was gearing us. Towards, well, we got to plan out every one of your lunches and dinners as part of this all-inclusive thing. And it, it kind of drove me crazy because I'm like, isn't part of being on vacation? On this day, I'll have the filet mignon yeah, and uh, on the next day, I'll have some shrimp. Well, no, is that <laughs> I can make that decision that day. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about when I'm going to want shrimp and when I'm going to want filet mignon and when I'm going to want a burger three months out. My fat ass doesn't know what I want to eat tomorrow for <laughs> breakfast, let alone... And I just, it's opened up this world of people who hyper plan their vacations. Can I get a dozen of donuts delivered by room service? It's, a, it's, it's, it's sucking all the ambiance. The whole point of a vacation is you get to kind of live a, a little bit freer than like, than like you normally do. Like, guys, it, is, it sucks when I have to plan out for a week. All right, Tuesday, we're going to do this. And, and Friday, of course, <laughs> we're going to do this pizza night. And then Thursday, like, I have to do that in my everyday life. Why? When did people, and it's not just people, because it, it's not just, like, travel agents. Uh, the more I talk about this, I was talking to a friend the other night. He said, and I quote, he plans a, a full vacation out. We're talking about a full vacation, six months out, right. including meals. And I'm not talking about, like, going to Sandals in Jamaica. I'm talking about, like, when they go to, like, Myrtle Beach. Yep. He plans out, okay, Tuesday night we're going to go here, and then lunch is going to be here. Who are these people? What are we doing? This is a level of um, anal retentiveness that I think is unhealthy. I, I don't know why he's going to travel agent. I offered it up to him when I saw him earlier today. I'll book his I'll book his, his trips if he wants me to book his trips. I, I will. It's not hard. It just isn't, the, especially the all-inclusives. I will glad Nick has done a lot for me. I will do a lot for him in return. If you if he wants me to, he needs help. I told him I'm right here. I, I tell me where you want to go. We can map this whole thing out, and I, I can get you where you need to be. 
I'll be your travel agent. I'll do it for a free cost. I don't care. I just I I need you to not pay travel agents for this. You kids all right there. I this this is though I so as you guys know I have a lot of interesting things about me and things that are just I think different and but like like with anyone in life some things come easier and some things don't, right? I feel like we all have our strengths, we all have our weaknesses. I think everyone in the, the listening audience can very, very much relate to the idea some things we're great at, some things we're not great at. Like, I was just talking to uh, Mackenzie and Jackson between one of the breaks. I can't Photoshop to save my life. I am not good at Photoshop. I was offloaded it when I took a Photoshop class in college. Not for me. But I can book trips. I can schedule trips. It's no big deal to me. It's like uh, I was telling Boehm yesterday how I, I like the my so my dad was hard to impress in life, right? Uh, my dad's been passed away for about twelve years or so now, and he was just a very hard person to impress. Uh, and it was hard too because like the bowling stuff, he didn't he liked bowling and cared about it, but like every one of my siblings were also accomplishing the same Chicago City Bowler of the Year, state appearances every single year of high school. You know, like we all did the same, we accomplished the same. What would most people perceive to be great things? It's just we all did it. So it was like very numb to him, right? It's a very hard person to impress. And when I was 18 years old, I did my taxes. And I'll never forget my dad being like, that is amazing to me that you do your own taxes. And I kept doing my own taxes up until last year of all things because I bought a house and it becomes a little bit more difficult. So I said, let's hire a professional. But like I always did my own taxes. My dad was he was amazed by it. And it was one of those things. It's like some things it just it, like bone was like his mind was blown. He's like, how? How do you do that? How do you, I don't, I never, I never could even consider doing my own taxes. Some things we're good at in life, some things we're not good at. It blows my mind that people pay for a travel agency in 2024. I don't think I'm in the minority in being able to book a, a trip, but maybe I am. Maybe I, maybe I need to give myself more credit in being able to schedule these things out. I don't know, but I, I feel like I'm giving myself a lot of credit for something that is not very hard to do. So Nick, call me if you need me. I got you. I'm going to get all sorts of tweets of being like, it's a simple task. Like, it's so easy, right? But I, maybe it just, it just, not everything in life is easy. It is easy, I guess. I don't know. I also think maybe Dustin's hanging, he's hanging around with Dustin a little bit too much. This might be the all convenience team thing leaking into our boy Nick Wilson there. That might be what this is. That's a long way of getting to the all convenience team where Nick Wilson is, uh, he's, he's morphing into our buddy Dustin there, where if it's, if it's easy to pay somebody to do it, he might just do it. All right, next up. We'll go back to the morning show. It's going to be Ken and Anthony on Ravens Chiefs. I think the vast majority of America is rooting for the Ravens on Sunday. The whole love fest is done. But here, considering what we've seen, considering what we felt, I mean, I guess I might have to explain it to a 20-year-old, but for everybody else, it's like, you got to, not just do you not hope the Ravens win, I hope they lose, and I'm rooting for the Chiefs to beat them. Well, would a 20-year-old care that the Browns moved to Baltimore? I don't know. I mean, why would I it? have no when idea. When you really think about other than the, the kid's parents, why would a 20-year-old care? When that's, I was, a, that's such a long time ago to but them. That's part they of weren't it. even born. Do they respect history? Do they respect the history of their team? Do they understand that people always go back to that as the changing point of the Cleveland Browns? And you could say, well, the Cleveland Browns have only been good a handful of years over the last 20 years. And that might be being generous to a lot of people. And I go, well, where do you think that all started? Where would Ray Lewis should, where where should he have been playing? Yeah, but a 20-year-old. Where should, uh, a t- where should uh, Jonathan Ogden have been playing? For where- a 20-year-old, Browns have been to the playoffs twice now. Uh, he- heck, I mean, when they were 
they were seven years old. They were they were making a run like they've had some good teams. They have not been destitute. They are not thinking about the scars of the team leaving and you know what that did to the, to to this city and to this organization. They're probably not thinking about that. I can understand that. All right, is Lima right there? The younger generation, are you not thinking about that? Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. I'll give you the easy answer for who you need to be rooting for in the Ravens and the Chiefs, and also. I undersold something yesterday, and I regret it. I'll explain what that is. It's overtime with Jonathan Peterman here with you on The Fan.